节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The presidential office thanks the U.S. Senate for including provisions that support Taiwan in its version of the 2021 National Defense Authorization Act. Premier Su Zhengchang says the government will take measures to protect Taiwan's dignity as a country in response to Hong Kong authorities' treatment of the staff of the Taipei Economic and Cultural Office in the city. And Taiwan reports three new cases of COVID-19 on Friday. But first, today's top story. The presidential office has thanked the U.S. Senate for including provisions that support Taiwan in its version of the 2021 National Defense Authorization Act. The U.S. Senate passed the act Thursday. It reaffirms the Taiwan Relations Act, the basis of Taiwan-U.S. ties, and reiterates the United States' six assurances to Taiwan, which include provisions for arms sales to Taiwan's military. In addition, the act says that the U.S. will maintain the capacity to resist Chinese force or coercion aimed at Taiwan. This includes ensuring that the U.S. military can deny China a quick military takeover of Taiwan. The act also suggests that Taiwan may be invited to take part in military exercises. These could include the Rim of the Pacific exercise, which is the largest maritime military exercise in the world. The U.S. House of Representatives passed its own version of the act earlier, and the U.S. Senate will now work with the House to create a unified version of the bill. Taiwan's presidential office says that Taiwan will continue holding discussions with U.S. government bodies, strengthening bilateral security cooperation, and playing a proactive role as a part of the Indo-Pacific region. Premier Su Zhengchang says that the government will take necessary measures to protect Taiwan's dignity as a country. Su was responding to Hong Kong authorities' treatment of the staff of the Taipei Economic and Cultural Office in the city. Local authorities had asked staff members to sign an affidavit recognizing the One China principle and said that those who didn't would not have their visas renewed. The staff refused the request and returned to Taiwan last week. Su said that Taiwan is happy to communicate with Hong Kong, but the relationship must be based on mutual respect. Su also said that China should respect Hong Kong's autonomy. Taiwan has also declined to renew the visas of two staff members at Hong Kong's representative office in Taipei. Both have since returned to Hong Kong. The Central Epidemic Command Center reported three new cases of COVID-19 on Friday. All were imported cases, brought in by people with a recent history of travel in the Philippines. Friday's new cases bring the total number of COVID-19 cases Taiwan has recorded so far up to 458. Health authorities have been tracing potential cases of contact with the three patients. Taiwan has not reported any new local infections for 107 consecutive days. The Tourism Bureau has announced that it is extending its ban on incoming and outgoing tour groups through the end of August. That's as the COVID-19 pandemic continues across much of the world. The Tourism Bureau has banned Taiwanese travel agencies from organizing overseas tour groups or bringing in tour groups from abroad to Taiwan since March 19th. The Bureau says it will review the state of the pandemic at a future date and decide whether to lift the ban or extend it further. Naroa. 
The sound of the Puyuma tribe on Radio Taiwan International. The control yuan says that not all members of President Tsai Ing-wen's entourage during an overseas trip last year were eligible for special privileges at customs upon their return. The control yuan is the Taiwanese government's top watchdog body. Several members of Tsai's security detail were caught attempting to smuggle cigarettes into Taiwan after accompanying Tsai on a trip to Taiwan's allies in the Caribbean last July. The guards had used expedited customs clearance given to entourage members as cover, but were caught before their motorcade had left the airport. On Wednesday, the control yuan said that the guards were not entitled to expedited customs procedures in the first place. However, the foreign ministry has taken a different view. On Thursday, it said that expedited customs privileges are granted to all members of presidential delegations to ensure seamless operations. Furthermore, such privileges also ensure the president's safety. The foreign ministry also says that it has since begun searching all the bags of entourage members in accordance with directives from the president. The Taiwan Blood Services Foundation has announced that it will offer a live feed of its blood inventory levels on Facebook. The information will show stocks of each blood type at blood banks across Taiwan. Facebook can also send out notifications to people when blood banks are in need. The foundation says it hopes that by sharing how much blood it has, people will be motivated to donate when supplies are low. The Taiwan Blood Services Foundation says that this service is the first of its kind in East Asia. The foundation currently publicizes similar information on its website. The health ministry says that the plan to add this information to Facebook will help stabilize blood stocks across Taiwan. The service is expected to go live on Friday. Taiwan has some of the most beautiful coral reefs in the region, but Taiwan's reefs are struggling to survive in the face of climate change. Experts say, however, that they may have an ally in a destructive force of nature. Taiwan justly calls itself the Coral Kingdom. That's because the waters off its southern coast are dotted with colorful reefs. But climate change has sent the temperature of seawater in the area rising to about 30 degrees Celsius, sickening and bleaching the corals. Bleaching is happening at a range of spots, from the tourist magnet of Kanding to the small island of Xiaoliuqiu off the southwest coast. Diving coaches say that coral is turning white in shallow and deep waters alike. The coaches also said that the range affected by bleaching has grown to be larger than ever before. A temporary solution may be typhoons. Experts say the storms can cool the water temperature and hopefully save the corals. Shirley Lin, RTI News. Xueshan is Taiwan's second highest mountain. Its highest peak is a favorite with both new and seasoned climbers because of the breathtaking views it offers. The mountain is often recommended to those who want to dip their toes into mountain climbing. But this doesn't mean a decision to scale the mountain should be made lightly. Xueshan's highest peak is 3,886 meters high, but it isn't as intimidating as many might think. In fact, many people plan one-day treks ascending and descending within the course of a single day. With COVID-19 spreading overseas and international travel off the table, Many more people than usual are turning to domestic travel and heading up to mountains like this one. 
This, of course, means a lot of congestion, even up at high altitudes. Last year, nearly 1,300 people scaled Shuesan in one day. But just between January to July this year, the number of day trippers conquering the mountain has reached 3,800. National Park authorities say that would-be climbers should still be cautious. Scaling the peak in just one day can be exhausting, and weather conditions in the mountains can be less than ideal. All this means that it can be difficult for the climbers to find their way down. They may end up getting lost or injured. A lot of people have had to call rescue teams for help. Authorities say that if you haven't gotten to the base camp cabin by noon, it's wisest to turn back and try again the next day. Catherine Way, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.